Mama says that alligators are ornery because they got all them teeth but no toothbrush. Once again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday! It's just a barrel. How bad can it hurt? Hello and welcome to Little Marty, the only podcast uh, on the internet dedicated to covering the works of Adam Sandler and Martin Scorsese. My name is Eric Halloween. And my name is Jeremy the Butcher. Hello. Jeremy... We're, uh, you, you know, this is, uh, this is, this, this might as well be a freaking episode of, 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 uh, uh, you know, one of your, your podcasts over there, the, uh, the video game podcast. I know. Uh, I thought about that. I was like, wow, I like video games. I must, I'm going to yeah. love this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But we're two guys. We, we, we loved, you know, we love the Sandman and you know what? We also like Martin Scorsese quite a bit. Um, we're going through their movies chronologically. We finally got to it. Pixels. You know, Jeremy, if if in a perfect world, we could just call it quits after this because I don't think it'll... I think we peaked right here. I don't think there's anything... <laughs> there are any sort of renaissances happening in the Sandman's career after this. No, um, no, no. This is kind of the high watermark um, for all, both video games and Sandler. And yes. Josh Gad. Sure. Yeah. And uh, Qbert. <laughs> yeah, right. And Qbert. Uh, boy, I can't wait to talk about Qbert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll t- we'll talk all about Qbert in depth. We're gonna analyze Qbert. We're really gonna dissect you know, who it. What is Qbert? You know. Yeah. Real, really though, what that nose do? Yeah. That's that's what we want to know, and that's what we're here to find out. Uh, but before we do that, we're going to talk about a little thing called a Patreon. Um, our podcast has one of these. Uh, if you're not sure what it is, it's a it's it's a magical land where you can uh, unlock all sorts of uh, episodes that we've recorded that uh, you can only get on the Patreon. What kind of you know? What's what are what's some of the stuff that we have over there on that uh, Patreon, Jeremy? Oh man, we've got so much good stuff on on this uh, on this here Patreon. We have well, uh, our Cohen Brothers coverage, which is like we've been going, we've been doing a whole nother director on on the patreon and covering all of the all of their works and man that's been a blast going back through those uh those coen brothers films but of course this month and i do mean february (laughs) when i say that uh this month we're going to be covering the works and i do mean works of brendan fraser that's right the fraser assance is on fraser assance the yeah the fraser assance is is on we we're gonna be covering the you know stuff like the mummy, uh, the whale, uh, and not monkey bone because we did that for an entire month last year. True. We're also we're gonna do uh, 
we're going to do uh, part two of our Airheads episode. We're, Airheads uh, re, redo. How do you pronounce that when there's like the EU and the X? Redux? Yeah, Redux. I like that. Redo. Yeah, we're going to do that. Um, we're going to do that. And, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully, uh, Jeremy will, will finally see on this viewing that Airheads is a, is a perfect four out of four movie, but, uh, you mm. can only find out if that happens if you go to the Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Eric and Jeremy. And, uh, you know, okay, head on over there. It's, uh, what are you waiting for? Stop listening to this and go listen to that. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, stop listening to this. Go listen to that. Delete this. Upload that. Have I got the terms right? <laughs> yeah. Um, Download that. Yeah. Sue us. No, don't do that. Take us to court. Make that other thing the president. Jeremy, I'm going to stop you right there before you, uh, <laughs> before you mess anything else up uh, uh, for, for both of our lives. Sure, um, sure. Well, we got the Patreon business out of the way. We got the, uh, you know, we talked about Frasuary. Uh, let's see here. Flipping through my uh, lengthy, lengthy notes. Um, we're talking pixels, Jeremy. And I, I gather that you have seen this movie uh, before. That is incorrect. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I've uh, never seen this before. At least not all the way through. I definitely have seen scenes from it, and my dad really likes this movie for some reason. So he's he's tried to show me like scenes from Pixels a lot. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, no, no, no. I I I got a chance to watch it for the first time, and um, you know, definitely have some thoughts. Don't hate it for sure, and. Boy, this is a really interesting like time stamp for 2015, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. It really is. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a couple of things going on in this movie I think are really interesting. Like, for example, uh, Michelle Monaghan is hot off of uh, True Detective, which is like... That's what she's from. Okay. Yeah, her big... Kinda, yeah. Right. Yes. Her big, like, th- a kind of new breakout thing, you know, happened in... 2014 um uh we have josh gad who's really hot hot off of uh i believe at this point we have frozen is a thing and uh obviously his huge breakout success with the book of mormon um has wrapped up by this point and then we have uh peter dinklage who's like really hot off of game of thrones which would have just came out at the time so it's like it's interesting, you know, like to to look at the cast of this film, and be like, oh yeah, wow, like this is just the hottest actors of the time. Yeah, yeah, and it was only I'm gonna say eight years ago. That, uh, <laughs> right? Yeah, this but movie almost, came out almost a decade though. Think about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, um. Yeah, this movie, it is weird how this movie, like, even being less than a decade old, does really feel like, it doesn't feel dated, it just, you're right, it feels like it's from this, another time in movies, almost. Uh, Lots happened. Um, But I will say that I've never seen Pixels before. Um, I kind of always assumed that it was just like an anime, like a fully animated movie. Oh, nothing about it. Oh no, it's actually kind of a naughty live action movie. Oh yeah, oh yeah. 
Um, yeah, it, I didn't realize that until halfway through the movie. I was like, wait a minute, this is a little too good to be animated. Uh-huh. <laughs> Looks exactly like Adam Sandler. Right. Yeah. This is this animation's great. Adam Sandler looks like a real human. I uh oh yeah, another thing too, Eric, about this film that I think is kind of interesting is um you know, like video games uh, ha- there's like trends in video games obviously, right? Like since their inception into pop culture like you know, in like uh the late uh 90s it was all about FMV full motion video you know, sequences and PlayStation one games and such around this time. Uh, we're in full retro game gaming fever. The nation and world rather is swept up in retro game fever in 2015. Um, so these eighties arcade classics like Pac-Man space invaders, Arkanoid, Donkey Kong were never as popular as they were back like when they came out they were popular and then they got a huge resurgence around this time. Interesting. I remember there was something uh I can't remember what it was, but it was wasn't there like like the Super Nintendo had also gotten sort of like a there was like a new version of it yeah. or something. Yeah, people kind of like, like a couple years later, the SNES Mini came out. Yeah, in like 2017. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then like films like indie game, the movie had had come out in 2012, and uh, the documentary King of Kong came out in 2007. That was a while ago, almost 10 years from when that movie came out. But like in and. But I like Netflix becoming a big thing is how everyone saw King of Kong. I think which wasn't until a little later, you know, um, which uh, brought the rise of like, we're going to arcades and retro gaming and people being tuned in to the retro uh, gaming world. And you saw a lot of like remasters and re-releases of older games on modern consoles, stuff like that. Interesting. Yeah. I was, uh, I was thinking about that while I was watching this, this movie, I was trying to remember, I was like, what, what, because I, I get, I kind of like get the appeal of this movie from like a production, like a movie studio standpoint of mm. like, oh yeah, okay, it's like a family, uh, you know, comedy action adventure movie, um, and they've got sort of like the nostalgia thing going on for the, uh, for the adults. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. The kids, I mean, the kids yeah. will love the, you know. But, and the uh, kids will love the the games too. Like it's yeah. it's nostalgia. I and I think that's why retro games became so popular. Is that like kids obviously enjoy stuff like you know Pac Man and Mario, but then adults remember them because when they were kids. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So this movie is uh, it's a Chris Chris Columbus joint. Yeah, that's um, right. I'm a Chris Columbus fan. Yeah, man, you? he's he's fun. Well, I mean, he directed Home Alone, so we're we love Chris Columbus. I he's a he seems like a pretty like like he's good at this directing these kinds of films, which are like really big budget, kind of f- family friendly, funny, you know, type movies like big franchises. He's really good with too, like Harry Potter, for example. He directed uh, at least um, 
the first two Harry Potter films. Great. But yeah, he's uh he's really he's really great. Yeah, he wrote Gremlins and The Goonies. I didn't know about the Go- I didn't know that about the Goonies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look at his yeah. You look at his uh, his filmography, and he, he works a lot with like Robin Williams. He's he's fun. He he also directed I Love You, Beth Cooper, which is that Paul Rust movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mrs. Doubtfire. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Adventures the of Babysitting. Guy. Yeah, he's great. He's like a John Hughes. He's kinda. good. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I was uh, uh uh I kind of forgot about that while I was watching this movie. Um but I'm I'm generally a, a pretty pretty big uh fan of most of the stuff that he that he does. Um so it looks like the film was uh the screenplay was a collaboration between Tim Hurley, some guy named Timothy Dowling and uh I guess there's a short film written by someone yeah. named Patrick Jean. I don't know what the story is behind that. I but, uh, the I so this is weird. It's it's ba- it's is based on this, but so I <laughs> one of the trivia's is like the people behind Pixels, this movie, made a DCMA notice against Pixels, the short film. Uh, which mm. means that they it was a copyright infringement takedown. So like here, I'll just read you the brief blurb they have on Wikipedia, we, and you can see we can see if we can try to parse this out. Columbia Pictures hired Intura International to send Digital Millennium Copyright Act takedown notices to websites hosting user uploaded videos of the film. The company proceeded to file DMCA takedown notices indiscriminately against several Vimeo videos containing the world the word pixels in the title including the 2010 award-winning short film the film is based on the official film trailer in 2006 independently produced uh cop riot film uploaded by the independent museum of contemporary art a 2010 university work by a student of the bucharest national university of arts a royalty-free stock footage clip and an independently produced project the takedown notice sent by Intura stated that the works infringe a copyright they had the right to enforce, and once the notice was made public, it was, and once the notice was made public, it was withdrawn. That means hmm. that they tried to take down the movie that was this was based on. <laughs> That's a little fishy. I think it's. I. It sounds like it was a mistake. Yeah. Because that's nuts. But, you know, and it's not, it also sounds like they hired an outside company to do it. Right. Yeah. So kind of weird. Um, the uh, Timothy Dowling uh, is uh, was one of the people who worked on the screenplay. He is uh, he wrote. What's it called? Role Models, um, mm. which I think is a good movie. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. Um, cast. We got Sandman. We got Kevin James. We got Michelle Monaghan, Peter Dinklage, Josh Gad, Matt Lintz, Brian Cox, Sean Bean, Jane Krakowski. There's a two 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 thousand fifteen. Uh, yeah, there you go. You. Yeah, little uh, Kimmy Schmidt would have been popular at the time. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. Um Jackie Sandler's popping up in the movie. Oh, that's uh, right. You know, I, I I'd like to go back and uh, I'd like to see uh I guess I could just look at her IMDb. I'd like to get a better sense of like when did she start popping up in the Sandler movies? Let's see here. She's in a lot of them. Okay, she's in Big Daddy as the, as a waitress. That's right. I I remember her in that. Yeah, at the at Hooters, I think. Right? Or did they go to Hooters? Yeah. Hooters that movie? Yeah. Or no, maybe she's in the bar that they hang out with. I don't know. Yeah, she's in the bar where the with the drunk man who's like yelling about something. I don't know, but yeah. Uh. Cool. Well, Pixels, let's see if there's any freaking wild trivia for this movie, Jeremy. And I got to imagine there is, right? I By the way, is I this believe a, so, yeah. As someone who definitely knows way more about uh video games than I do, were there like were there like uh jokes in this movie that you think were maybe like references to I don't know, obscure video game stuff? that I, I might not have picked up on? Mm, yeah, for sure there are. And okay. there are probably are some that I didn't pick up on too. I like my feeling about how video games are handled in this movie as somebody who really likes video games is that usually video games are really mishandled in films, right? Like by mishandled, I mean the writer is clearly a 50 year old man who's never played a video game and they're pretending to know and act like they know what video games are (laughs) and like what jokes people who play games make and stuff like that. Um, This script isn't quite that bad. It's, it's a little all over the map. Sometimes they'll do a joke and it's like, Oh, that's kind of funny. And then sometimes they're like, like Adam Sandler at one point is like, the kids like, that's what the reset buttons for. And Adam Sandler's like, oh, yeah, we didn't have that when I was a kid. They absolutely did have that when he was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's just not even, that doesn't even make sense. Everything has a reset button. Every yeah. game you've ever played has had a reset button. So it's like, that doesn't make sense at all. Uh, but yeah, and then like, of course, like, did you know who Duck Hunt was? Mm-hmm. the little yeah. dog with the thing okay so you know you knew who that was okay good there's also a lot of like video games that like in the big army of games that are fighting at the end like that i didn't recognize but like they all look pretty legit like you know they're, they're referencing a ton of different stuff here um so it was kind of cool to see every everything like come together uh but yeah i mean like it, it's the movie is at its best when it's not trying to appeal to gamers. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Cause it's, it's more funny when it's just like making fun of Josh Gad for being a loser as opposed to right. trying to make a video game joke. Yeah. That's the thing about some of these movies is like the, the, the part of this movie that costs the most amount of money and right. is probably the most complicated <laughs> uh, to pull off is like maybe my least interest the the least interesting part of it to me yeah um yeah Yeah. i don't know i like this like i like certain sequences um like the centipede sequence is fun but like then you get to the pac-man sequence where they're ghosts in like what's clearly a cash grab like product placement for those cars 
you know mm. like the, like the, they're, they're they're trying to like this first of all this movie's like got so much product placement in it everywhere they're like cashing checks left and right in this bad boy and those cars are one of one of the big cash cows and it's like it's like that is a big sequence that is like just okay i i don't know um Hubert is really fun in this movie though i actually like Hubert as a fun like little tag along character I don't know. I, again, it's it's all over the place. Some stuff I like, some stuff is sucks. But it's but overall though, generally as a as a gamer, <laughs> uh not it's not that bad. It's not that bad. And it's kind of amazing. Like I like like you said, Eric, this would have been really hard to pull off with all the contracts they would have need to needed to draw up to get the rights to all these games, right? Donkey Kong is owned by Nintendo. They famously mm. do not license out their characters to anyone for any reason, for any amount of money. So some pretty tricky deals needed to get made in order to uh, have this movie happen, even. So, yeah, there's only two movies that are really like this, and I, I think one of them's Wreck-It Ralph, and then the other one's this, where it's like kind of amazing they got all these franchises together, you know? Yeah. You know, I was hoping, and I was had my fingers crossed that at some point the uh, the zombies who ate my neighbors zombies would come out. Right. You know, at some yeah. Point. <laughs> I mean, that would have been like a little too modern for this movie. You know, like that sure. game came oh, out in like yeah, ninety four, yeah, okay. and this these games are all like eighties games because that's when Sandler was a kid. So, gotcha. Um, Jeremy, were you aware that Jennifer Aniston? turned down the role of Violet Van Patten. Yeah. I mean, no, but why? <laughs> I don't know. Interesting, though. It is um, interesting, yeah. I wonder what else she had going on. But uh, freaking, uh, okay, maybe you knew this, Jeremy. Um, did you know that President Cooper was modeled after uh, New Jersey Governor Chris Christie? Modeled? What do you mean? You mean they cast Kevin James because he's... <laughs> A bigger guy? Uh, <laughs> I think more of like his... His uh, personality or whatever? Personality or something? Yeah, I don't know. That's so funny. They modeled Kevin James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that. I mean, that makes sense just because they're both bigger guys or whatever. Um, sifting through a lot of video game stuff that I don't understand... Oh, let me uh, see. Like what? <laughs> there's, I mean, like the first one is all about like high score, like high scores, and uh, where are you looking? Because I'm on the IMDb trivia. There's I'm on the nothing. IMDb trivia. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong pixels, and that's on me, folks. <laughs> Maybe they should have sued the hell out of this short film so I could have clicked on the right pixels movie. Am I right? You're. Absolutely right, my dude. Absolutely. <laughs> correct. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Let's see here. The high scores are based on real scores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Max Fuhrer comes back as uh, Max Hedrum. Okay. Which is cool. Do you remember Max Hedrum? No, I don't. Oh, man. He's a relic from the 80s, but I remember looking him up when YouTube was back in the... Uh, it's infancy and man it's it's a weird it's a weird thing that happened in like the 80s and early 90s but he's like a, just he's just a character that was sort of licensed out for different television productions but he didn't really belong to anything but that's like the cgi man in the sky who's like 
you're going to have to pass the final test. Like that guy? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dan Aykroyd, by the way, is in the movie. And boy, huge product placement with Crystal Head Vodka. Um, <laughs> they pull out that, like, she's like, I got us a bottle. And you think, of course, she's going to pull out a whiskey bottle, right? It's like, nope. She pulls out a skeleton's head filled with vodka. It's like the most ridiculous looking thing. But it's to it's for Aykroyd to kind of promote his his thing. I mean, whatever you got to do, you know. Yeah, I I mean this this these these things don't really bother me, but they do take me. Well, uh, I should say this: I'm not angry to see product placement in movies. It just pulls me right out of the movie, <laughs> like right out to see something like a vodka bottle I see on my shelf currently. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. I think I brought it up on this on this, but I want there's a pretty recent Happy Madison movie where Kevin James is like a peewee football coach or something. Okay. Um, and literally like the first line of the movie, it, this isn't what it is, but it's it's pretty much as blatant as like, can I have another piece of juicy fruit? <laughs> like, yeah, right. Yeah. He like says the name of a brand of gum immediately. Yeah, um, that's yeah, so funny. funny. Yeah, I, I love the KFC stuff too in Grown Ups. Everybody yes. just had like the big giant KFC bucket at one point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, Sean Jeremy. Bean is in this movie too, which is interesting. Yes. The, the Irish like general guy. And that's another Game of Thrones casting, stunt casting. How many Game of Thronesers are in this? Just Dinklage? Two Bean. at least. Hubert's yeah. oh. not in... Uh, no, Hubert. Hubert. Uh, they were gonna cast Hubert, but then they went with Ed Sheeran instead in the final <laughs> season. Uh, did uh? Oh, here's the thing. Uh, we'll get to this when it happens. But like, I hate, like, hate one scene in this movie. Okay. And maybe this will be a fun game. All I'll, right. I'll have you guess which scene it is after we do the the plot. I won't tell you. Okay. You, you'll you'll guess it. You'll right. guess which scene I didn't I hated the most and why. Which scene did Jeremy hate? Okay. I find I find one scene in this movie to be not only racist but very disrespectful to a legend in the game development space. Oh, is it the freaking uh, <laughs> uh, guy? Okay, I, we'll we'll get we'll there. get to it. We'll I know. I think it. I know what you're talking about. But yeah. 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 Um. Well, now, Jeremy, the suspense is killing me. So we got to get into this plot. We got to find out what is uh <laughs> what what's grinding Jeremy's gears. Yeah. What about scene have movie? I arbitrarily decided to hate? Uh, at a video game arcade in 1982 with his friend Will Cooper, 13-year-old Sam Brenner seemingly loses a championship game of Donkey Kong to obnoxious Eddie the Fire Blaster plant. Uh, video cassette footage of the evening is included in a time capsule launched into space uh, in the present day. Brenner is an electronics installer while Cooper is the unpopular president of the United States. <laughs> Uh, in Guam, the Anderson Air Force Base is besieged by an extraterrestrial force attacking in the form of Galaga, and a soldier is abducted. 
So, yeah, we get this whole, uh, you know, setup. I, I always feel like the kids who play Sandler are always, like, well cast. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. I, I, the Dinklage kid is well cast, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, he's great. But, uh,. Yeah, so we get this set up. I, I I will tell you, I knew nothing about this movie at all. Absolutely nothing. And yeah. um, the, uh, the the just how quickly this whole thing escalates is right. <laughs> ridiculous. Right. Uh, to yeah. me. But uh, it's also like fun. Okay, so I, first of all, I love the sequence that takes place in the eighties. Like because there's so much money. In going on in this movie, they had they were able to like recreate an, an arcade and like get all these really cleaned up looking arcade cabinets like set mm. up like and it like it was just cool to see like oh yeah some production value going into something I really like which is like looking at pristine beautiful looking arcade cabinets is like a really cool. That was a really cool use of money and time, like getting that set right and all that. Um, the thing I think is so funny about this setup, though, is that like, so Adam Sandler has like a directive. I I feel like in all of his movies, where it's like, okay, if we're we're gonna do where we open the movie where we're all kids and mm-hmm. we're all friends <laughs> as mm-hmm. children, and then we're gonna grow up in like the next scene. And we're all still going to be friends. <laughs> like, like the idea that he has these friends and that one of them becomes the president of the United States because this is a disaster movie at heart. And the president is always such a big character in those. It's just such a funny use of like the Sandler formula and the Independence Day formula, <laughs> which is like, we got to have the president be a big part of it. Sandler's essentially playing like Will Smith's character in Independence Day and Josh Gad is essentially playing uh what's his name Jeff Goldblum's character in Independence mm. Day. Um you know what I'm saying like it's just like it's like yeah. really funny to like they're like we got to do that formula but we have to contrive like how we were all friends <laughs> back in the day. Like we yeah, all it is funny like up. it uh I don't know. There's something uh I mean I kind of like that though, you know. I like there's there's something like uh uh about Sandler's comedy kind of like you know, it it's 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 uh I like I like that idea of like uh he's he's sort of like a grown-up, you know, yeah. kid sort of a thing. Yeah, um, I I like it a lot too. It was it's really charming. Um you know, I could see a person who is not in love with Sandler like we are like watching the movie being like he's he works that job and he's friends with the president yeah like the president can't just get him a better like like being totally not buying into even a a smidge of this movie because it's completely unbelievable but I like it a lot because I like Independence Day and I like Adam Sandler and I like disaster movies or like alien takeover movies and i like i like i i i see where herlihy and dowling when they're like writing the script i can see that like how they're coming up with this stuff you know what i mean like yeah why they're making yeah. those choices and it's and they're fun choices admittedly so yeah um i had something and i just you know what 
I had one of those. Uh, Gone. I think I just had my first senior moment is what ah, just happened. Ah, yes. You are becoming more and more senile as we've noticed um, on the I, podcast. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I am. Uh, Brenner works at the home. Oh, this is what I wanted to say. Uh, this movie, what bothers me about it is uh, this whole like scenario. Okay, so like Qbert and you know even like Donkey Kong, Pac-Man, they're kind of like you know cute. They're you know they're little like fun video game characters. These people are not like reacting uh, scared enough <laughs> and like panicking enough about this situation. I know that it's a completely unrealistic situation, but these people should be panicking at the same level of Independence Day. You know, like right. there's there's like the way that uh, reality is handled in this movie it's 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 like way too casual also like the uh just like when uh, when he was like going into the white house during like an important meeting Uh and could just like walk in and like kevin james as the president can just like have one of his like video game loving buddies over to like right solve uh you know like a like a military threat it's crazy Right, yeah. Anyway. It's crazy and it's good. It's like, uh, I, like I, it's, it, it, there's not a way to, there's not, there's no way that they could have possibly done justice to like how weighty this scenario would have actually been because then it would be a different genre, <laughs> you know, like it'd be like more of like a dr- drama or something. Yeah, I guess like, you're right. It needs to be like kind of light and stupid the whole time, um, which I think the film does kind of struggle with a little bit, if I'm being honest. Like sometimes it wants us to feel things or like actual like stakes. Yeah. But it's like, no, man. No, that's not That's not, not what it's about. <laughs> um Brenner works at the home of divorced U.S. Navy Commander Violet Van Patten, uh, and the two are separated or separately summoned to the White House. Upon seeing the video footage and meeting the Ludlow or with Ludlow, the Wonder Kid, Lamanzoff, uh, Brenner decides or deduces that the aliens have somehow mistaken the video cassette images for a declaration of war, and are attacking Earth with a strange technology that allows them to morph into the video games uh, featured at the championship. Yeah, so, like, (laughs) back to still ripping on this movie for, like, its unbelievability. The idea that the aliens would have found this and and then declared war based on this is crazy. But the idea that we would ever have figured that out is even is so funny to me that Adam Sandler's just like, hey, yeah, here's what's going on. <laughs> it's like, uh, what? Why would you assume this one thing that happened to you when you were a kid is anywhere related to what's going on? It's so funny. Dude, here's the, here's the thing that not, movies from like the 90s got right uh, it, with this kind of thing. It, the, the entire setup... This is all you have to do. This is the, this is like the '90s like setup formula for a movie like this. First scene, someone uh like gets like do- accidentally does a curse, 
mm-hmm. like an like an old time <laughs> curse or yes. something. This is good. I like. And this. there's no like like that's how the Chucky franchise started. You know what I mean? Right. It's like Jumanji, all that stuff. Just something is cursed. You you don't have to like pick it apart. You can just kind of accept the fact that like oh yeah, someone ac- accidentally like yeah, there's magic involved. Yeah, yeah, magic exactly. Um, but yeah, this is. <laughs> This whole stupid, like, convoluted reason for, like, Pac-Man to be eating uh, the world is is ridiculous. But uh, the aliens interrupt a television broadcast using footage from the cassette, challenging the people of Earth to battle where if the aliens win three times, they will conquer the planet. Uh, Brenner and Cooper are unable to stop one of the attacks at the Taj Mahal as the Taj Mahal is damaged by the aliens in the form of Arkanoid and a baby and a bystander is abducted. Right. Uh, Brenner and Ludlow train Navy SEALs to play the games. Uh, Ludlow, is that Josh Gad? Yeah, Ludlow's Josh Gad. Yeah. What do you think of... What do you think of Josh Gad in general? That's a good question. I, I, he's generally not offen- like inoffensive to me, although he's a lot of people like comedians I really like make fun of him relentlessly. So I don't know I don't know why that is. Uh, like not he's not quite like a James Corden level of people hating him, but I feel like people generally don't like Josh Gad. I find him to be fine in this movie and he's given a really hard character to play, which is just like a kind of poorly written nerd, <laughs> like gross nerd guy. And then he has to, and then he's also asked to do some pretty offensive stuff in the movie. Like he calls a guy a Nubian at one point. Mm. He d- d- speaks in, well, we'll get there, <laughs> but like, but I, I don't know. He's pretty inoffensive to me in general. And I think he's probably really great in book of Mormon. What do you think of Josh Gad? <laughs> you know, I have not been, uh, exposed to very much josh gad of, of josh gad's work uh right me neither but to be fair i will say like i don't know whatever like the people that are <laughs> comedy people that are like mate rip on him are probably just envious because uh, he gets to be like this comedy character i mean look what is there are there definitely a bunch of other people who probably would have been funnier in this role maybe but yeah. I don't think he's, like, bad. I think he does the job of what this movie needed. I think the, yeah. like, I, I don't think that what's wrong with this movie is is, is necessarily Josh right. Gad's performance. No. I kind of like the, like, when he's yelling at the... Um, the soldiers. I like when his character, yeah, his character yeah. gets, like, carried away. Right. In situations. Yeah, that's kind of very funny. funny. Yeah, um, definitely. I, he, I think the problem, maybe the problem with Josh Gad is, and I could be wrong. So people listening, shout shout out shout out to me. Why do people not like Josh Gad? I'm not sure, but it could have something to do with like he's not a comedian, and like he's try he's stepping into comedian roles and not like like you know who'd be great in this role? Bobby Moynihan. He'd yeah. be like the absolute. He'd be great. You know what I mean? Like, and and he could really pull off this stuff and i don't think josh gad does a bad job like you're saying but i think that might be why people don't like him is because they're they're like they're like why is he this broadway actor like being this playing it playing this guy 
Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's a combination of like he's got the he's got the vibe, but also the uh, like you said, he was pretty uh, pretty big name. Twenty fifteen, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I just googled why don't people like Josh Gad, and it's the <laughs> funniest stuff came up on Google. It's so funny. There's like somebody wrote an article just said trying to figure out my negative feelings towards Josh Gad. <laughs> <laughs> like a guy's like wrestling with it. Let's see here. Uh, Violet develops ray guns that are effective against the aliens. The team later. Heads to London, where the aliens attack Hyde Park in the form of Centipede. Uh, the soldiers begin to lose, so Brenner and Lobo step in and shoot them down. The aliens send congratulations and a trophy in the form of the duck hunt dog to an old lady. That's <laughs> cute. Um, yeah, I like the duck hunt dog. Yeah. And it's a cool scene, too. Like, the fights are cool, and they look cool. And I will say all the games... What did you think of, like, the pixels, quote-unquote? Like, the game people? Yeah, yeah, it looked fine. It was all it was all fine. I thought it looked um, really good. I thought the animation looked fun. Yeah, I thought, because, you know, given that all these games are, like... What would you describe it? What's the what's the term for it? They're, they're very... They're uh, uh, freaking... Old. Old, but like, how do you describe like the the quality of the graphics? They're like oh, bits. Pix, pi, yeah, it's like it's like low bit. They're they're yeah. they're pixel graphics, pixelated graphics. So like to see a three D representation of it, they built the, the these models out of little squares, like little cubes, and so like, yeah, that's why it that's looks pretty cool. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I wish everything looked like that. Me too, man. Um. Like, could you imagine you just uh, look at your hand and it's just a bunch of, like, floating blocks? That's interesting. I did think you were going to say penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, that could be floating blocks, too. You know? Yeah, it could. Uh, Ludlow and Cooper... Did I already read that? No, yeah. Ludlow and Cooper retrieve Eddie from prison sentence for fraud before going to New York City. There, the team must fight an alien uh, taking the form of a giant Pac-Man playing as the ghosts. Uh, in car, in cars. This is where like the big cars sequence happens. Mm. And also, Eddie is played by Peter Dinklage. What kind of... What do you, how do you describe like the voice peter dinklage is doing in this or like the character he's playing like loser trash guy like what's the what's the vibe here (laughs) i was i thought i read in the trivia that like billy mitchell was one of the oh great i love that that's really um but yeah he's i you don't see dinklage in a lot of these kinds of roles. Does he do comedies a lot? Maybe he does, and I just don't see him. Yeah, but. yeah. Um, he does. Does do some co- com- comedies. Um, let's see here. Oh my gosh! Is this the uh, is this the the your your least favorite part of the movie when Toru? Iwatani, creator of Pac-Man, tries to reason with Pac-Man peacefully, but gets his yes. hand bitten off. No, it's no, it's uh, 
It's the scene where they meet him. So there's a scene oh, where yeah, yeah, okay. they're all deciding to get, like they all get cars that look vaguely like Pac-Man ghosts. And, you know, there's like four of them there. And like, you know, we have Eddie and Brenner and uh, Ludlow. And then they're like, hey, there's a there's a fourth one here. Who is this for? And they're like, it's for Tor- uh, Toro... Iwat- uh, Iwatani, the creator of Pac-Man. And so, so first of all, Toru Iwatani um, was not, did not play himself in the movie. Somebody else played him because Toru Iwatani doesn't speak English. But the mm. character in the movie doesn't speak English. Uh, and that's a part of the joke where they're like, these three dudes are standing in front of him. First of all, Josh Gad does not, he doesn't speak Japanese, which would be a less offensive joke, right? If, J- if Josh Gad just started speaking Japanese to Toru Iwatani. No, he just starts doing j- like a Japanese affect and mm-hmm. yells it. It is like, is like bowing and stuff. And Adam Sandler's like, do you speak Japanese? He's like, no. And the joke is, I guess that, he thinks that he can just yell gibberish at this man in, in, to approximate his language. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a guy they're supposed to really respect, right? Yeah. And so, and then, of course, you know, this is more like in keeping with Dinklage's character. He's like, I made your game my bitch. And then Iwatani is like, what's bitch? And it's like the whole scene, it just tanked for me. <laughs> I was yeah, just like, this isn't funny. And like, you, it, it was confusing. It's like, does the movie respect the creator of Pac-Man? Because they're not letting him get any of the laughs. They're trying to take all the laughs in this scene by kind of making fun of him. <laughs> so it's <was> like, <laughs> I was like, scene doesn't really make any sense. And it feels like it has no place here. Yeah, um, yeah. I didn't. Uh, uh, I felt like there were some references there, or something that I wasn't getting when I when I saw that. But uh, interesting. Not that I'm knew, aware of, but yes, I yeah. I knew that that was. Uh, I couldn't couldn't think of uh, his name, but I knew that 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 was the scene that upset you. Yes, I all. But you know what? Didn't upset me though. I don't. I don't mind the later scene where it's like he tries to reason with Pac-Man, and Pac-Man just bites his hand off. Yeah, <laughs> like. I don't mind that. That's actually, there's something kind of funny about that when he's like, my sweet boy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Brenner, Ludlow, and Eddie uh, overcome the challenge using modified Mini Cooper cars, but Violet notices Eddie moved at supersonic speeds around the board. Uh, Brenner is able to trick Pac-Man into going after him once the effects of the cherry run out. They win uh, Qbert as a trophy during a celebratory party. However, the aliens announced that the challenge for the planet uh, has been forfeited because someone cheated. Uh, Violet's son, Maddie, discovers that not only did Eddie use a speed cheat during the battle against Pac-Man, uh, but while playing Donkey Kong against Brenner as well, uh, Eddie flees while Maddie is abducted by the aliens. Mm. yeah he's using cheat codes my dude yeah cheats i don't really know what 
I'm not really sure how you cheat at arcade games. Uh, yeah, I, I've never, like, something I've heard of, but I've never seen done. Y- yeah, like, there's, <laughs> yeah, and again, this is another thing where it feels like the movie's misunderstanding what, how to how games work, but, like, the, uh, an arcade, you're not, there is no such thing as, like, cheat codes. Uh-huh. Because it's it's a thing you're putting money into. <laughs> Like they, there's no way to cheat at it. Like, <laughs> unless you, unless maybe certain arcade games have exploits, but like you can cheat on console games a lot of times, or there is cheat codes in console games, or you know what I'm saying? Like Game Genie, Game Shark, stuff like that. But in arcade games, the whole point is that you're supposed to like be able to like use what you have in front of you and people compete using like the the arcade like the level of fairness or whether or not it actually you know what i mean like it not there's nothing i i didn't know there was a way to cheat um so like i don't know what a speed cheat is when you click on it and i didn't understand it in the movie and when you click on speed cheat it just takes you to a wikipedia that's just like about cheat codes hmm so yeah, you know, it's like a thing that sounds real, but isn't, I think. Um, well, uh, nevertheless, Jeremy, Eddie is a freaking cheater, and uh, he should be Oh, you it. can't. Okay, I just, sorry. Sorry to cut you off. I just looked it up. I guess you can... Uh, is there a cheat code in Pac-Man for infinite lives? Eat one ghost on the board. One, two, three, go. Done this up, down. Hmm. Okay. No, wait, n- never mind. Keep going. I cannot verify if there's such a thing as this. You know what the, like the modern cheat code is, is, uh, you know how like games, I don't know. It, there's like, I don't know the name of like, what, what, what would you classify a game? Like, uh, I don't know. Uh, Breath of the Wild. What, what kind of game is that? Um, like Where an open like world game. And, yeah. Yeah, like an open world sort of action game, action adventure. Yeah, there's like I found myself when I was uh, playing that game. It gets really hard after a while, and I found myself just like looking up on the internet, like how do I do, do this? this? Yeah, yeah, thing. right. And then I just get, ended up like caught in a loop of just like. I had been I had been like uh, looking things up so much that I realized I was uh, not getting better at the game. <laughs> like I was just <laughs> relying on like yeah. forums of like teenagers telling me how to how to beat like bad guys and stuff. Dude, yes. Yeah, I you know the days uh, gone are the days of like freaking not knowing how to beat a level in you know Super Mario World. Until uh, you're at like a, a slumber party and some someone's like older brother figured it out, you know. Um. Yeah. Right. Totally. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I used to love like the idea that you would figure out stuff by like going to the playground and like bouncing 
your experience off of like other kids. Like that's also how like r- r- like rumors that weren't real got started about like, oh yeah, man, if you just uh, if you do this one move in Mortal Kombat, everybody gets naked in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was always a rumor about that. The Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. Uh, yeah, you could put in this code and then she'll be naked all of a sudden. Yeah, I used to do this one with uh, uh, what's his name? Luigi all the time. Yeah, Luigi. Uh, the aliens launch a massive attack on Washington, D.C. using an army of video game characters and enemies. Cooper joins the team while Ludlow stays to fight. An alien takes the form of Lady Lisa, a video game character on whom Ludlow had a crush since childhood. Uh, Ludlow persuades Lisa to choose love and side with the humans as Eddie wishes to make amends, uh, returns to fight, or wishing to make amends, returns to fight. Brenner, Violet, and Cooper are summoned to the alien's mothership for one last chance to save Earth, where they face their leader who takes them from the form of Donkey Kong on the uh, starting level with the alien's captives at the top level. Mm -hmm. Uh, As the group dodges barrels and fireballs... Brenner is losing hope until Maddie reveals Eddie cheated at Donkey Kong, meaning that Brenner was the world's best Donkey Kong player. His restore This restored his spirit and allowed him to keep fighting. Once Brenner defeats Donkey Kong, the aliens' forces, uh, including Lisa, disappear from Earth. Yeah. You know what? I, the, here's another thing that kind of annoys me. Lady Lisa is a fictional character. Why do I was they wondering do that? about that. There are so many characters like this from that era of arcade gaming that they could have used. Like Athena is one. Or like mm. Princess Toadstool. It's <laughs> another one. Mm. Like, why do they intentionally go out of their way? And there's obscure ones too. They went out of their way to like make a fictionalized thing for him to have a crush on. I Miss, they should have made it Miss Miss Pac-Man. Miss Pac-Man or something. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Uh, the team is hailed as heroes, and Cooper manages to reach a peace agreement with the aliens. Uh, Eddie apologizes to Brenner for cheating, and although Ludlow is saddened that Lisa is gone, Kubert transforms its like- likeness to Lady Lisa. Uh, Brenner and Violet become a couple while Eddie uh, gets to meet Serena Williams and Martha Stewart. Uh, the aliens restore everything on Earth, including... Iwatani's hand before their departure. A year later, Lady Lisa and Ludlow marry and have Cubert like children. <clears throat> so another classic, classic Sandler beginning and ending. We cut to yeah, you know right. a year later and yeah, classic Sandler where like one of his friends has married somebody who is not. Who does not look like they would go well together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, great. I like this movie overall. Yeah. My yeah. expectations were really low, I got to say. And you know what? I thought it was all right. I thought it was okay. Um, you know, it's... it's. Uh, I definitely uh, feel like I would have appreciated it more if I if I knew a little bit more about the uh, some of the references. But... Uh, it was good. I don't know. It's like a good uh, kind of like, it's just entertainment. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Donkey Kong scene was fun too. Yep. Like watching all the barrels 
fly around and stuff. It was, it was fun. They didn't do a sequel, did they? No, did but they? I I heard. Is there a Pixels two coming? Is is that right? Like I I I I rented this on Amazon, and uh, it like auto filled. Um, it auto filled the. Uh, my search to Pixels 2. Interesting. Uh, Pixels 2 is a 2022 science fiction action comedy? Huh? Is it? Making a sequel to Pixels would work. There's no... Yeah. No, it's not a Pixels 2. Damn. Well, you know, Jeremy. Uh, maybe someday. <laughs> yeah, maybe someday we'll we'll get a Pixels 2. Uh, but Jeremy, I want to know. Yes, sir. This movie, you got four Chucky Freckles. The more you have, the better the movie. How many are you giving Pixels? I'm giving Pixels a 2.5. Or sorry, 2.25. It's All getting right. my Grown Ups 2 score. I feel like I like these movies about the same. Um, and uh, I'm also going to do a weird thing. This is unrelated. I'm raising my score for the movie Silence by Scorsese. Okay. It was a 2.75 before I'm raising it to a 3. Reason being? Um, I just... I, I saw some other 2.75 movies... And I was just like, no. Or like, I also give Shine a Light a three. I'm like, Silence is as good as Shine a Light. Okay, yeah. I hear you. <laughs> um, let's I'm actually going to lower my airhead score. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> the people would riot here. You, you don't want to say... It, it, the whole year could be Brendan Fraser Ruined. movies yeah, if you're not yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um... 2.25. Yeah, I I think I'll give this movie uh 2 out of 4. I think um Okay, so you like two a little out, less. Yeah, 2 out of 4 to me is just like, eh, you know, it's it's getting by. You know, it's yeah, just like right. uh it's fine. Once we get into the ones, there's there's some problems happening. But mm-hmm. I don't know. This movie is like whatever. Um not too shabby. Uh, so next week we are back into Scorsese and, um, I don't know. Should we, should we do, wasn't there a Bob Dylan thing we were going to do? Yeah. I think, uh, this, this next week we're going to cover, um, uh, it's called the Rolling Thunder Review, which is a great Bob Dylan documentary about a very specific time in his career. Love it. And then I feel like we're going to. Probably close him out with the Irishman. And then, uh, you know, Eric and I will come up with a game plan for the rest of these Sandlers. And, you know. Yeah, we might just power through them. Who knows? Yeah. I just power through them. Let's see. Well, yeah, so head on over to that Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric and Jeremy. We're going to be... as you hear this, Frasuary is uh, happening. It's uh, 
only happen on on the Patreon, so you got to go over there. It's going to be a great time. And we got, you know, a whole bunch of bonus episodes from way back that you can listen to. And um, it's just a good time overall. Good time. Uh, But anyway, thanks for listening. And Norma, I'll see you in my dreams. Thank you.